catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Attention BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer-A-Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account and click on the Refer-A-Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager is settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement and get a $50 bonus every time you refer a friend to BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Ohio only. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in 30 days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from RootMetric's second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement. If you have a family relying on your income, you need life insurance. But finding the best quote shouldn't take a lifetime. That's where Policy Genius comes in. In minutes, Policy Genius could save you 50% or more simply by comparing quotes from America's top insurers. 
Once you apply, the Policy Genius team handles all the paperwork and red tape. To save on life insurance and get protection for you and your family, head to policygenius.com today. A moment to remind you that this month, Film Study is brought to you by Manscaped. Support for this episode comes from Manscaped. Manscaped has the right tools to get the job done quickly, safely, and hygienically. Um, go ahead and get check out Manscaped. Manscaped.com. Use the code BIRDLAND for 20% off. It's summertime. You need Manscaped. It's the only men's brand dedicated to below-the-waist grooming. They have forever changed the grooming game with their perfect package 3.0. It's constantly a number one recommended gift for men. You should check it out. It's getting warm out. You can use it. Use the code BIRDLAND for 20% off at Manscaped.com. Do yourself a favor and get the best tools for the job. And as their slogan always says, your balls will thank you. Another film study as we get even closer to football season. This is a special video episode. So if you're listening to the podcast, it's still great content on the podcast. But if you want to see even more, head on over to filmstudybaltimore.com to check out the video as well as we go through some charts and stuff. Ken McCusick, how are you doing? Life's good, Josh. How about you? I am doing great. It's uh, I've been staying in a rental home for a while, as you know, and I've been working out of my closet. And I have moved out of the closet into the bedroom now as we wait to move to the house where I have a real office. So I'm excited about that. How are things up in Maryland? Uh, things are good here. Weather's real nice. Uh, everybody's still kind of uh, hoping and praying there's a football season. And uh, some people still think the same way about the baseball season, too. Yeah. And if you go in Florida, you walk around and you got to remind yourself that there's still a virus going on because people down here are a little crazy. But we're not going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about Ravens football like normal, and we're going to look at the drive success rate. And joining us is Dan Rees. Dan, how's it going? Very good. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Dan, thanks so much for joining us here. Fellow actuary, uh, really appreciate having you on, and you've done a, a really cool study here that is exactly the sort of material we've been looking for to feature on on film study in terms of videos and you know we're going to delve a little bit into your methodology ask some questions hopefully people you know get an insight into something about the ravens offense and how successful it was in 2019 yeah yeah Perfect. but but before we get there we got to tell you about our sponsor for this episode manscaped support for today's episode comes from manscaped manscaped has the right tools to get the job done quickly safely and hygienically you just had Father's Day this past weekend. You probably didn't get this gift for your dad, but you could probably buy this for yourself um, because you know what they say, like father, like son. You already got it for your dad. Now you can get it for you. Use the code BIRDLAND and save uh, 20%. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code BIRDLAND at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code BIRDLAND. Uh, after all, it's summer. And your balls will thank you as their free t-shirts that they send out. Say. So we didn't even really need to get into what they sell. You all know it. You can help out uh, film study an awful lot if you go on over and use the code BIRDLAND when you're getting it this summer at manscaped.com. All right. Now let's get into the Ravens and this drive success. 
All right, Dan, I'm going to let you let you drive here and I'm going to pause you with questions and kind of slow you down for the audience. We're going to try and remember we have a listening audience as well as a viewing audience for this video. And we're going to try and make the information as clear as possible to both. Perfect. Sounds good. All right. Well, uh, first, I want to say uh, a special thanks to the uh, to two groups out on Twitter, the NFL Scraper and the NFL Faster teams that have uh, worked real hard pulling the data together um, and then publishing it uh, and making it publicly available for analysis. So um, if, if you don't know, you should check out these, uh, these two teams, uh, NFL Scraper and NFL Faster, both without fees in the name. Um, they, pr they prepare the data, provide a ton of information to help anyone that's um, getting into our programming, um, you know, learn how to search the data, play around with the data, do graphs. So all of this stuff that you're going to see um, throughout the presentation is based on my work with R using the data from NFL Scraper and NFL Faster. So I highly recommend going checking that out and um, and playing around with the data and seeing seeing what uh, what cool information you can find. So um, what we're going to yeah. dive into today is uh, is series success rate. So the series success rate, uh, we're going to kind of talk about it in a couple pieces, just defining that term. Um, a series is one set of downs, you know, first, second, third, fourth. Um, and then a success is when that series results in a new set of downs or in a touchdown. So either you get a new first down or you score a touchdown on that, on that set of downs and it's, a, it's deemed a success. Um, so other things like ending in a punt or ending a field goal or a turnover, those are not successes or, or failures. So, so then uh, to wrap them together, a series success rate is the percentages, the percentage of the series that result in a success. So the total number of series, um, sorry, the number of successes divided by the total number of series. Uh, so just we got an example of what a success would be. So on first down, you've got a pass for seven yards. Then you've got second and three. Uh, you throw another pass, incomplete. Third and three goes for five yards. So that series would be deemed a success because it resulted in a, a new first down. If, before we go on here, Dan, let me let me just take a step yeah. back from this. A lot of this is is uh, comes from a larger field or endeavor, I'll call it, of drive-related statistics. And Dan's gonna get into a specific running on first down situation, but in terms of drive uh, success, that's really where the Ravens were very special last year. Almost every measure of drive success and series success rate is one of them, um, they were exceptional. They, they were uh, historic in terms of points per drive at 3.08 for the season. Uh, they were, uh, had low turnovers, they had, what are, what are some of the other measures? Let me go to the, go to the site real quick here. Um, plays per drive, time of possession per drive. Um, they were exceptional in all of, the, all of the categories, but it's that historic points per drive, which is behind Lamar Jackson having the second highest AV on pro football reference of all time. So it's the efficiency of the Ravens offense, which, which really is the, um, is the key to that. Yeah, as you mentioned, they kind of led in, you know, a number of, or almost all of the statistics that you can look at on drive success. So this one, we're going to look at series success rate, um, just as one of the one of the 
you know, many ways you can look at uh, drive successes. So, um, and but before we go on here, yeah, would you agree that points per drive is probably the most significant one, but that the series success rate is really it, it's evident of a team that can just grind the opponent down with long drives, uh, really at any time during the game. Yeah, I, you know, points are basically you know the the key to to winning. So that's the the thing you're looking for. So so yeah, so naturally that's that's the way. Um, you know, the, the best way to look at it is points per drive. But I think then you can kind of d dive into um, how a team gets to their points. You know, some mm -hmm. teams are, um, you know, home run hitters and some teams, you know, bat for average. And the Ravens are a team that bats for average, I would say, uh, versus Kansas City is, you know, going, going for the long ball. So, you know, you've got the Ravens, that are going for the, the average and series success rate is really key for them because they're not able to, you know, throw a touchdown 90 yards on any given play like some of the other teams. You know, they, they are getting better at that, but it's not their strength, I would say. So because running is their strength, series success rate and constantly having successful set of downs over and over again is really important for them versus for some other teams that do have that high you know high explosive offense it may not be as crucial to you know be able to sustain a long drive so it, it really it really comes into play a lot with the ravens so. okay so and of course the serious success rate and the ability to stay on the field drives a lot of the other ravens positive defensive statistics which is a nice component of this is they they play very few total defensive snaps. They played under a thousand, including 17 games this last year that were non-penalty snaps, only 964, in fact, which is a remarkably low number. And it's a, uh, it, they won the snap count by a large edge. There's some people still out in the analytics community that say there's no evidence that that's really important. I think from watching the 2000 Ravens, how they played with the lead, how effective they were, I think it was awfully important for, this, for the defense as well. Yeah, I think, you know, it, it comes in and there's a lot of intangibles, you know, and I think different parts of the analytic, uh, analytics com community may, you know, uh, debate, um, you know, the how to measure those or if you can um, measure those and, and how that impacts success, uh, you know, whether it's, um, you know, keeping a team off the field, keeping your defense fresh, um, you know, maintaining possession and, and, and getting momentum you know that's a that's a buzzword that anal analytics don't like so <laughs> momentum but anyway um but i think uh you know with the ravens it was pretty clear that you know when they got the ball you know when they got rolling and as a matter of series success rate you know that was the key um a key measure to how their drives went and how the games went so that's kind of why i kind of decided to dive into uh you know the, the serious success rate and how it how it worked for the 2019 ravens so all right um let's see so in this graph we've got uh for the the serious success rate i'm gonna see if i can hide the top part here. um oops so we've got the the, the serious success rate for all of uh 2019 NFL on on first and ten. Um, we've got it, it it broken out uh, based off of play type. 
with pass and rush. The red line is pass and the blue line um, is rush. Uh, the chart then lines it up with um, going across the x-axis is the series start position showing the yards remaining. So, um, so when you're on your own 25, that would be 75 yards remaining. Um, and then on the y-axis, you've got the series success rate. Um, and for those that aren't able to see it uh, and that are just listening, um, it's all across the board on all of the yards remaining. Uh, so all of the different field positions, uh, pass play types have a higher series success rate than rush for the okay uh, so let me let me delve into methodology here for a second because this is a remarkable finding in and of itself i mean i think to, to see this in red and blue is something i'd encourage people who are even listening to go to the slide now when you have a chance and literally at every single from any single point on the field including you know near your own goal line um, you're better off passing on first and 10. This isn't talking about any other downs. It's talking about first and 10 specifically to try and get a first play of a drive that will give you a higher series success rate. Yep, exactly. Yep, first and 10 only. Uh, so first and 10 only, uh, starting with the first play of pass um, across the board um, for the NFL in 2019, you know, it, it resulted in a higher series success rate. You can see in these graphs, there's uh, the, the, the size of the dots, the circles around them, uh, indicate the number of uh, plays. It's, it, it's a relative, the relative size of the dots um, shows the kind of the number of plays. So, um, so that's also kind of, you can see across the board, there's, there's pretty even numbers of, of, um, of, of plays in each of these, so. All right. Do you have an aggregate for rush and pass on first down in terms of difference in series success? Yeah, I do. So, so series success on, on average uh, for pass, it was 74%. And for rush, it was 69%. So on average, it was 5% higher. Um, also, just another breakdown um, for the NFL in, in 2019, just kind of getting a feel for how often they passed versus ran on first down. It was 51% pass and 49% run. So almost 50-50 on what teams did first or did on first downs. But, uh, but series success rate overall, nearly 5% higher on passes than rush. So. It's just, to me, that's just remarkable. But analysts will tell you that you're basically giving up points and giving up chances to succeed offensively every time you run the ball. And you know, they, 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 the rule is not that universal, but it certainly applies to first and 10. And I guess you're going you're gonna to show us whether or not the Ravens are able to do it any differently. Yeah. So, you know, that's generally the story for, you know, most teams and, um, you know, how it looked in, in 2019 for the NFL across the, uh, across the league. Uh, but then we look at the same sort of thing for just the Ravens in 2019. And, you know, this, the graph is a little bit more up and down. Uh, it's not as smoothed out like uh, you get when you get across the whole whole league. But the thing you notice, or the thing I, I noticed first at least, is that for a number of these field positions, the rush rate, the, the success, series success rate for rushes, for the blue points, are higher than pass. So we just saw that the NFL across the board, pass was better than rush. but it's very clear for a number of field positions that 
for the Ravens, Rush was better. Um, and, and for some, a, a good amount better. Um, overall, you, overall, they're pretty even. Um, the series success rate is 80% for runs and 79% for pass. So pretty much even. Um, but even when you think about that being even or just 1% higher, that's compared to the league of 5% lower. So that's a pretty significant difference. Yeah, it's, it's a big difference, and I can think qualitatively of why there would be lots of drag on run averages and lots of, of bump to the pass averages. Now, think about it. And think about fourth quarter football, and when you're running the ball with the lead, you're going to be more likely to be willing to fail on a series of downs in order to grind clock. In fact, you see that all the time. And if you go in the other direction, if you're playing defense with the lead, you're going to be willing to give up first downs against the pass as long as they're shorter first downs in, say, the final minute of play. So if, you're, if it's a first and 10 play, with the play in front of you, you know, traditional kind of football wisdom, you, you might be willing to give up a shorter first down. Yeah, I think that's definitely true. You know, you, you change some of the goals. But I think one of the things we saw in 2019 for the Ravens was um, because they were able to run and still get the first down, they were able to have those clock-killing drives from eight minutes out. You know, they didn't have to wait till you know, a four-minute drill to kill the clock. They were able to do it with an eight-minute drill, which was just remarkable in a number of games. So. Yeah. Extremely high value. I thought they had one one point during the year. It might have been over a four game stretch, but it might have been three, where they had nine minute drives in three consecutive games in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I I believe it. I, they had some some long drives to to end the games, and um, even to to say a little bit more on um, on why this is really important for the Ravens. So before we talked about how for the league, it was pretty much 50-50 what they did on first down. For the Ravens, they actually run on 62% of first down, first and tens. So 62% versus 38%. Um, so, so having a strong series success rate for the Ravens was especially important because they ran on first down and 10 often. So. Right. Um, and maybe that's why they ran on first and 10 often was because they were successful. So a little bit of both, probably both directions, but. Um, you can see those, those on the graph, if you look at it, when you have a chance, you can see those larger blue circles showing up relative to the red circles all along the way here, uh, pretty much at, at any distance from the opponent's end zone. So you have at least an equal and, and, some, and often much larger uh, size circles that, that just goes to the 62 percent yeah exactly yeah you can see the blue, larger blue circles versus the r smaller red circles just show that 62 percent and it it's across like you were saying across the board so it's not mm -hmm. like they were you know run heavy closer to the goal line or something like that it was pretty much all across the field they were that 62 seems to hold hold true so all right ready to jump to the next one Sure, great stuff. All right, so we saw that, you know, that they were at 80%. So, you know, how does that stack up to the rest of the league? We know that, uh, that the league's, you know, average was 69%. Um, here are the top 10 teams uh, at serious success rate on run plays. So as you can see, Baltimore 
uh, in first place by a considerable margin. Uh, margin. Um, so they were uh, around 80%, as I've been saying. Uh, the second highest was Kansas City. Uh, wouldn't have guessed that one, but uh, Kansas City was the second highest with 75.6%. Um, so, you know, and then, you know, it goes down pretty steadily, uh, pretty quickly, actually, uh, after that. Um, you know, the 10th highest is right around 70%. So, so it drops pretty quick. Um, and a huge jump between one and two. So I, I thought this, this chart kind of clearly showed how the Ravens were head and shoulders above the rest of the league um, on serious success rate when running on first and 10. So I wanna combine this with what you said before on the last slide, because I think this, this part is really remarkable. So the Ravens had 79% drive success rate when, when passing and 80 when running. On first, mm -hmm. right? So if you look at that, the 79 and the 80, if you separate out their two purple bars for those, they, they basically have the same thing. There was each of them towers over the rest of the league in terms of what they did regardless yep. or passing. And individually, I don't, I doubt there's a team that would even match the Ravens in terms of passing. Oh, I might be wrong about that. Maybe Kansas City or Houston or somebody would be, would be equivalent with just their passing game. Yeah, I, I think um, it was pretty remarkable to have both, you know, really, really strong uh, in, in both the pass and run. Um, likely Kansas City is probably uh, probably up there and maybe even San Francisco. They were pretty efficient um, on some of their pass, passing. So so if I were to guess, those two um, would be up there as well. But but that's pretty good company. So, you know, I think it was, uh, it was pretty impressive from all three of them last year on the on the offensive side and um but i think baltimore's run was you know quite a bit above their above the other team so all right um so now we're going to kind of dive into uh some pretty heavy numbers and um and, and kind of get to the meat of of the the analysis um the first uh first thing i want to talk about on this chart and we're gonna kind of look at this relatively quickly and then dive into some pieces of it and then kind of come back to it as well. Um, so what this chart is showing is that there, you know, there are, there are, there are four rows uh, indicating first down, second down, third down, and fourth down. And for each, each down, you can have um, three scenarios. Uh, the first scenario is that you can earn a first down on it, on that down. So that's the far left column in uh, the green shading. The, the second column is where you're short of getting a first down on that down, but you still have possession. So you're still you know, in control of the ball and, and driving. And that's the yellow column in the middle. The, the third column is kind of other events and it's kind of smaller subsection of things um, where the drive actually ends um based on some event something like um you know a, a fumble an interception uh, a field goal safety and uh, a end of half or the game so something like that would cause um you know cause the the series to end early basically um and that would be uh, on, on the far right in the red color um in each of these uh in each of these cells um we've got um uh, two two sets of or 
sets of two numbers. The one on the left is for the Ravens. The one on the right is for the NFL. Um, and then we've got each kind of showing the number of plays, the percentage of those plays, um, the series success rate, and the, and the average yard. So lots of information here in the screen um, shot. And, uh, and we'll kind of talk about um, some of the sets of this, the, some of the, you know, the information in this. So, you know, just starting at top is kind of all of the first and 10 yard plays. Um, so we've got um, 257 about a uh, number of plays for the Ravens versus about 6,500 for the NFL. Um, as we mentioned, the, the series success rate is um, 81 or 80%. Um, and for the NFL it's 69. The, the average yards gained on first down for the Ravens was 5.6 compared to the NFL average yards on first down of 4.6. So nearly a full yard or a full yard more gained by the Ravens over the NFL average. So that's, that's pretty that significant. Only on first right and there. 10 plays or all, yep. all plays? Okay. Yeah, just on first and 10. Okay, and I want, to, I want to make one other point about this. You see the Ravens have 257 plays here on first down. If I take 257, I multiply that by 32, I should get the NFL's total or something close to it, but it's 8,224. If I then divide that by the 6,496 that were in the league in general, I show the Ravens getting 26.6% more than their 132nd share of the NFL total of such plays. Wow. Okay. Did you, did you exclude the Ravens from the 6496 or are they part of that also? Nope. They're part of it. Okay. Yep. So that's a remarkable change just there is all the additional first downs generated first and 10 generated by the Ravens offense. Yeah. You know, just a, a lot more opportunities. That's pretty impressive. So a lot, a lot more, uh, a, lot, a lot more series than, than they would be their share. So that's pretty, pretty cool. Um, so the first thing we'll look at uh, to try and, so what we're gonna do is try and uh, dive into these numbers and try and explain to, and see why and how the Ravens were able to um, have the series success rate of, of 81% versus the NFL average of 69%. You know, why were they, how were they able to get 12% higher than league average? What, what about their offense uh, enabled them to do that? So, what we'll see, and, and we'll kind of break down all the different all the different parts of it, um, is like, we'll, and we'll see where they were successful and, and um, so where they got this difference from. Uh, the first thing that we'll look at is kind of the top left bucket. So that's a new first down earned on the first down. So the easiest way to differentiate is maybe they got a ton of uh, new first downs on on long runs on first down. Maybe they had a, you know a lot a lot more long runs than league average, um, and that's what drove it. Uh, well, that was the case. It drove part of it for sure. So, sixteen percent of the time, they earned a first down on that first play. So, sixteen percent of the time, they got over ten yards on first down on the first down run. That compares to 12% uh, uh, as the NFL average. So 4% more often, they immediately got a first down. Um, the average yards on these runs for the Ravens was 18.3 compared to the NFL of 17.5. Uh, 
Wow. So, uh, so not only did they do it more often, but it was longer as well. So, so that's the kind of the first piece of, of explaining the 12% the difference is that they were more successful on long distance runs on first down. Um, I just want to take a one second to, to mention something that I, I forgot to mention earlier. Um, is that when we're talking about run plays, we're talking about design run plays. Mm -hmm. um, so a, a design run play does not include a QB scramble. So a QB scramble would be considered a pass play because that was originally how it was called by the offensive coordinator. Um, so, you know, so all of those great, or a lot of the great scrambles and runs that Lamar did, they aren't even included in this. Uh, design QB runs are included, um, but not QB scrambles. So, so that's just kind of one thing that I wanted to point out that, you know, for many of the teams, it doesn't make a huge difference, but for Ravens, it, it definitely does due to, you know, Lamar's QB scramble success. So Raven, Lamar had approximately one third of his total yards on QB scrambles in 2019, a little over 400 yards. And wow. it's by different people's definition, but not by very much. So the point's not endangered. Yeah. Right. So the next, uh, the next thing we'll dive into is, is the, um, the first yellow box. So the, those plays are um, when you're short of a new first down based on your run on first down. So you ran the ball in first and 10, and you didn't gain 10 yards. Some, some amount short of 10 yards, so you've come come up to second down now. Um, so that occurred for 84% of the plays for the Ravens versus 87% of the time for the NFL average. However, the series success rate for the Ravens was 77% compared to 66% of the time uh, for the NFL average. So said another way, the NFL average, if you didn't immediately get a, a first down on your run on first down, you only had a two and three chance of getting a first down later in that drive. But the Ravens, it was, what is that, seven and nine. So, you know, 77% chance. So maybe, another way to, maybe another way to look at that, Dan, even though they only gained 3.3 yards on first down, they didn't really reduce their own drive success rate hardly at all. They went right. from 79.4 overall to 77. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, and that would still be the league's leading drive success rate individually, if you looked at it. So the Ravens three yard gain, three three point three yards on first down, they still would lead the league in, in drive success rate. Yep, yep. They were, and, and that kind of leads us right to the next point. Is so even though they were more successful on first down, uh, you know, getting it, getting a new first down on first down, that's sixteen percent versus twelve percent. They also were more successful when they didn't. Um, and so let's, let's kind of, before we dive too much into second down, let's kind of talk about how the first down, um, how much, how yards gained on first down um, can impact your series success rate. So obviously if you gain more than 10 yards, your series success rate is one because you've got a new, a new first down. So every time it's gonna be a series success. So what we're looking at here is for any time where we didn't get 10 yards um, and didn't get the first down. So how does the series success rate stack up 
based on the number of yards gained on first down run plays. Um, so along the x-axis, we've got the number of yards gained on that first down run, and the y-axis is the series success rate. Again, this, the size of the circles of the dots uh, indicates the number of plays. Um, this chart represents the, NF, the, the 2019 NFL, uh, the full league, not just the Ravens. So this is, that's what this chart is. Um, the blue line is a, you know, a, a simple linear regression model, kind of putting a line to, uh, to these dots so you can see the trend. Um, as you can clearly see, and as you would expect, I think, um, the more yards you gain on first down, the higher your series success rate is going to be. Um, so just a kind of a couple points uh, on the graph that we can talk about for those that aren't, aren't, um, aren't able to see it. Um, let's see. So if you gain five yards, for instance, um, if, if you gain five yards, for instance, the SSR is 74% compared to if you gain one yard on first down, the SSR is 59%. So, you know, pretty considerable drop in SSR uh, based on, you know, the lower, lower number of yards. So, so it, it has a significant impact, as you would imagine, the higher number of yards gained on first down, the higher success rate. All right. Now, you've also got some negative numbers in here, including some big negative numbers that probably relate to penalties, as we, we discussed last night. Yeah, so, you know, so the left side um, of, of the, you know, you know, left side of the, of the chart showing any yard lost um, or, or negative numbers, um, you've got some going all the way out to negative 15 yards, probably some sort of personal foul or something like that. Um, you can see on most of those negative yards, they're, um, they're a, a very small dot or just the, just the one dot indicating it's, it's a very small number of plays. Uh, however, you can see a, a, a little bit larger dot at negative 10 yards, which, um, which is where you would land with a holding penalty. Uh, so that's likely why, uh, why that negative 10 is, uh, is got a bigger circle there is a, an increased number of plays due to kind of um, holding penalties on, on first and 10 run yard or run plays. So. Is, it, is that a surprising result for the NFL in general that even after a first down holding call sets them back to first and 20, presumably, that they still have a 50% drive success rate on what is a fairly substantial number of plays, probably 100 plays, I'm guessing, from the size of your circles up top? Yeah, that that is surprising. Um, now that you point that out, that is that is much higher than I would have kind of expected. Um, you know, one of the things that I that may explain that is you've got, you know, you've got first down again. You're repeating first down again in that case. So that at least gives you some more opportunity to get um, uh, earn a series success. Um, but I think I think that is definitely surprising that. It, it, it doesn't drop as dramatically for that, that instance um, versus some of the other ones. So. Right. That's, that's a good point you're making. So, that, so these plays are not all alike in this group in that some lead to another first down and others lead to a second or second down. Right. Yep. Yeah. So, okay. so that is one of the kind of uh, challenges to look at when you're looking at series 
is that oftentimes series don't just have four plays. They have multiple plays due to penalties, offsetting penalties, things like that. So, um, you, you know, you may see some um, disconnect on some of the charts and um, the chart we looked at earlier with the four rows, for that case, um, I filtered down on series that had two four plays or to, so that they would only have four plays. So I would exclude the, the repeat of downs. So in this case, um, you can see in the chart, both for negative 10 and negative 15, um, the, uh, the series success rate is actually above the, the blue line. So kind of the expected series success rate. And my guess is that that's because you get to repeat first down. Um, th that, that may have something to do with it is that you have an extra down versus, you know, if you ran for three yards, you've got second and seven versus if you got a holding on first down, you've got first and 20. So, mm -hmm. uh, so that may come into play a little bit. So it seems like if I were looking at the regression line, a 10 yard penalty is approximately as bad as a four yard loss on first down. Yeah. Given, um, yeah, yeah, that's where it looks like it ends up. Yep. So, uh, you know, balancing out maybe uh, if you cancel out that extra extra down. So, um, that makes but sense. I wonder. I mean, it's about right. Yeah, you know, I wonder. There's all there's a lot of moving pieces with all of this. Uh, you know, you've got the further back, you're more likely to pass, and those you got some automatic first downs for penalties when you're passing a lot. So it's you know some there's definitely some inequity um, in the league for pass plays and, and setting for automatic first downs. So, um, so you can dig out of a hole sometimes easier um, once you start passing the ball. So um, anyway, uh, so I think this, this chart clearly shows, um, you know, one of the things we're going to see later on or, and discuss later on is the importance of, you know, gaining additional yards uh, per down. Uh, and how, how much easier that makes um, makes your life in, in trying to get a successful series. So that being said, we'll kind of dive in and, and look at um, at how Baltimore did versus the NFL uh, on yards gained on first and 10 run plays. Again, we're going to filter out the plays that they gained over 10 yards because those um, automatically were a success. So we're going to be looking at only plays where they didn't gain a first down. Um, the, the first thing I noticed is that, um, you know, they are, are similarly distributed, um, you know, same, similar shape. But uh, as you can see with the, the dashed line, which is the, um, the average yards gained, uh, Baltimore is gaining more yards than the NFL average. Uh, Baltimore's average was um, 3.3 and 2.9, right? Um, yeah, so the 3.3 and 2.9. So um, again, uh, yeah, so 3.3 and 2.9. And you can see, you know, that there's a couple places where the shift is. So um, you've got on the far left, the, um, the NFL, uh, at, at negative 10 yards has a lot higher likelihood of getting holds. Um, across the NFL, it was just over 2% of the plays uh, resulted in negative 10 yards gained. 
versus for the Ravens, it was under 1%. So that's a, that's a pretty significant shift right there. And then you can see throughout the, the graph, um, anywhere to the left of zero yards, um, the, the purple line is lower than the red line, indicating that that happens less often for the Ravens than the league average. So basically anywhere in positive yards, the Ravens are, have a higher percentage um, of the runs happening there than the NFL, NFL average. So. so you can kind of see the distribution. So um, just to kind of talk about what the chart indicates is the height of the chart indicates the likelihood of, of the plays happening at that yard line. So um, I, I think that's worth, if, you know, pointing out another thing or two at the, at the, at the yards gained of negative 10. The Ravens last year did a couple things extremely well, but in terms of holding calls, they only had five drives that were stalled by holding calls the entire year. And only one of those was actually on an offensive lineman. Uh, one, it was one on Boyle, one on Ricard, another one on Boyle. Oh, no, this is listing out the plays individually. Uh, so there's two on Boyle, one on Ricard, one on Sneed, and one on Orlando Brown. Mm. That is remarkable for a team to go an entire season like that. And in fact, the Ravens had only 14 drives that were stalled in total by any penalty in 2019. And that was the lowest in team history uh, and way lower than the average. They did have only 15 also in 2014 when Kubiak was here. But in 2003, when Jamal had his big year, they had 45 drives stalled by penalty in an attack that was definitely very run-based as well. Yeah, so that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty wild. So one offensive holding penalty on the line, that's, that's pretty... No, they had more offensive oh. holding penalties on the line, Dan, but that's... Oh, that's stalled. Okay. That's stalled drives. So gotcha. it's amazing. The, the offensive line, I think they had two by Stanley. Okay, I, I can't... I can't I yeah. <laughs> easily, but they're, they're sitting right there. I have all 25 in front. You get that on GSIS if you want it. Okay, cool. Well, that's pretty pretty great. You know, shows how how impressive they were, and also how you know, um, you know, they were able to continue and, and sustain those drives, uh, even um, even when there were holding penalties. But you you can see all the outside dry, outside runs and the importance of those wide receivers blocking. So hopefully, we got some new uh, <laughs> some good new ones, uh, you know, through the draft, uh, and we'll see how their their blocking skills hold up. So yeah, really important part of the Ravens offense. So. so let's just do a little math here. That minus 10, just the holds on first down alone, how much of the 0.4 yards difference is wrapped up in the difference in the holding versus the league holding? So it looks like it's about 2% for the league, and I'm going to guess 0.4% for the Ravens maybe. No, that might be wrong. Uh, it's higher than that. It's like 0.8%, it's like I think, for the Ravens. Um, so. Okay. So I think it's like, uh, you know, it's a little bit over 1% difference, maybe maybe 1.2%. Yeah. Um, and then that's times minus 10. Yeah, so that's like a, a minus. It's is about it? a third of the difference in yardage is just based on holding calls alone. Yeah. Yeah. So that, you know, that's a big part of the, the difference is, is how strong they were, um, you know, in not getting penalized, so. That's pretty great. We'll see if that holds true again in, in 2020 and, and beyond. So, 
knock, knock on wood, so we'll see. All right, so the, the second half um, of the story, so I guess I could, should have prepped this before getting distracted, uh, people get distracted with the chart, but that's all right. Um, so we saw that the, um, if you didn't gain the first, first down, um, uh, immediately on first down, the Ravens had a 77% chance of, of getting, uh, still having a, a successful series versus 66% for the league. Um, and we kind of talked about how um, that, can, that can happen two different ways. So one way is you can gain more yards on first down than the league average. So you would be higher along uh, the, the linear regression line. So you would have a, naturally have a, a, a higher series success rate. So that'd be one way. The other way would be if you had a higher series success rate than the league average on a given yards gained. Um, and actually, we, we just saw a, that the first one was holding true. And now we can see on this chart that the second, uh, uh, second way is that holding true for, for Baltimore. So they not only, on average, were further to the right um, in yards gained, which resulted in a higher series success rate. But they also, you can see here that the, the red dots indicate where Baltimore was versus the blue dots for the NFL. And that on, on any given yards gained, they had a higher success rate. So um, you can see that kind of, and we'll see that again on, on the next chart as well, but this is kind of how you can see um, each on each yard gain, you've got the, the red Baltimore circle up higher than the blue circle for the NFL. And on average, you've got the, um, the, the red uh, linear regression model uh, a good amount higher. Let's see, probably, uh, well, we would expect around 10% around 10 per, 10 higher. So that uh, seems to be about where it is. Um, uh, it kind of it kind of gets narrower up near the top, which makes sense as they get closer to one percent. It's gonna gonna tighten up there, um, but uh, but around ten percent more success, regardless of the yards gained on first and ten. That's that's this is remarkable. I mean, just it's from from every point, the Ravens are higher in terms of converting that first down. And I was trying to find the one yard, but I'm thinking. If for people who are looking at the video here, that the, the one yard exactly, the sizes are almost, the circles are almost exactly the same size and right on top of each other. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, the dangers of getting the, you know, the shading versus the hard, <laughs> the hard color. So, but yeah, you can see it's a little bit darker blue or almost a purple tint there uh, because they're almost the same, which is pretty, pretty wild. So, um, but yeah, one yard about the same and then anything beyond that, that they start climbing pretty, uh, quite a bit higher. So, so I'm, I'm going to take one example from this in terms of reading this chart and, and how you look at it. And mm -hmm. tell me if I'm if I'm if I'm if I'm interpreting it correctly. But the Ravens, when they gained four yards exactly on first down, which by the way is still within the Football Outsiders definition of a win for the defense on a run play, the league converts that first down. Somewhere between 62.5% and 75%. I'm going to say about 67%. No, probably about 69% of the time. 68, yep. 69? 
and the Ravens convert it 85, 86% of the time? That's maybe, a, maybe even higher. Half would, that, that half would be, oh no, that half would be around 88. So yeah, 87, 86% of the time. So. Right. So that's, that's remarkable. It's it's a remarkable difference, and there's and you know gaining five yards, the Ravens are virtually a sure thing to convert a first down after that. They look like they're around ninety. I'm going to just say ninety five percent, maybe maybe slightly higher even if they gain five yards on first down. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Yeah, just to just to think that they were nearly sure thing if they gained five yards, and then you know you can just jump back and see there's a pretty hefty chunk of the. Uh, of the graph that they are gaining five yards, um, mm-hmm. so I'm not sure exactly, but a pretty a pretty sizable uh, portion of the time. And you can see, again, you can see the size of these circles um, change based on number of plays. So um, you know you can see that a large number of um, the larger circles are um, on those runs, on those runs of uh, pretty good games. So. Um, this this is some this is some great work. This takes some some time to like think about and analyze. I realize, but I really think it's worth people taking a moment or two with this and try, try and figure out some individual examples and see if they just don't shock you. Um, you know, you, a, a bubble graph like this where you got two different lines, you can see the Ravens generally better. You know, the Ravens are generally better, but how much better they were that's really remarkable. Yeah, exactly, and you know, just the. Getting certain instances and just thinking about how that what that means in real life, real life football examples like um, like we were talking about the ninety five percent on running for five yards. That's 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 a pretty remarkable um, uh, stat when you think about it in real life how how that's playing out. So, um, but but you know there's a, a ton of information uh, in, in this chart, but. Uh, so we're just trying to stay a little high level and, and not do dive too deep because you could get lost in these stats for sure. So, um, but high level, you know, you've got the Ravens almost across the board um, with a with a higher success rate with any given yards gain. So, um, and just uh, just looking at that kind of another way, um, this is very similar data. Just looking at it on a on a, on a bar chart methodology. Um, you, you can see the the bars for for every yard gained, um, and again, almost across the board, uh, Baltimore is is a good amount higher than the NFL average. So um, you you got to be careful with on the left there. You know you've got those one percents, but as we saw, those are you know few and far between where the Ravens had uh, had losses of, of that large amount. So. Okay, now there's there's something about this chart that is a little bit funky and, and maybe difficult to interpret. But if you got a wide blue bar on this, that means the Ravens didn't have any series successes in that group. Yep. So you got a, you got it minus four yards, for example. The Ravens they may not have had any minus four yard plays on first down, minus four yard runs, but we know they didn't have any successes, and so it's just showing as a single bar. Right. They. Uh... A, a full single bar would mean that they didn't have any minus four. So it kind of like okay. eats the, the space. So um, versus you can see at minus, minus 10, 10 uh, there's a blank gap there. And the blue bar is still 
kind of half size. So in that case, the Ravens did have one play or so, a very limited number of plays, minus 10 yards, um, and they didn't have, uh, they weren't, they weren't successful in, on any of them. So. Yeah, that, that that showed up in the previous chart in a in a between fifty and zero at that point for the NFL and the Ravens. Yep, yep. Down on the you know, bottom left, you got that red dot. So, all right. So now we're jumping back into the the kind of the full chart, and we kind of focus right. Uh, you know, we dove into detail on the the kind of the first row. Uh, we talked about how you know, 16% versus 12% on gaining first down immediately. And we talked about the 67% versus 66% of just uh, serious success rate um, if they were short of getting a new first down on first down. So they had uh, had significant, um, uh, significantly more more success than NFL average, even if they didn't get gain the first down immediately. So what we'll see as we dive through the rest of this chart is that that pattern of success in all of these attributes really plays out on every down and every combination. The Ravens and their run game was successful on long plays, on gaining more yards, on continuing to be success on any given number of yards gained. They were just a powerhouse offense from top to bottom basically and you can just see it in all of these all of these um all of these kind of squares so can, let me ask you a question if i can dan over on the other events i've got a you got a count of one there meaning on some play maybe they fumbled on first down and gave them yeah or they kneels or then are they included in this or did you specifically exclude them so so the other plays would be um, would would be fumbles or interceptions or punts or things like that. So on the first down, it likely wasn't a, a punt. It could have been a field goal, I guess. But I'm pretty sure in this case it was a fumble. Um, uh, kneels would have been excluded. Um, so so these are kind of um, the, the first down, especially. This is just run plays. So any sort of kneel wouldn't count as a run. That would just be, that's kind of its own classification. So these are design runs with the intent of kind of gaining yards versus okay. versus a kneel, so. Um, so another thing that is a good thing for the Ravens is anytime they have less than 132nd of the league events in the category. And I think I said something incorrect early on, but the Ravens ran more than opponents. So they should have, more than 132nd, but they actually have the 132nd of the other events, which are you know going to be negative things on first down, on second down, on third down, and I think on fourth down as well. Right. So we'll, yep. So on the far left, we want to have higher percentage than the league average. So those are the number of first downs or the percentage of first downs earned on a given down. So first down. 16% of the time they get a first down immediately versus 12%. On second down, they get uh, they earn a first down 46% of the time versus 34% of the time on second down. So again, better than the league average. That one is a, a significant yeah. margin. So let's talk about the universe that's in that second box down on the left yeah. column. That's yeah. all plays run or pass run subsequent to a first down run. 
which is your overall universe. Yep, yep. And I had arrows, but I lost them on this chart. So what happens is what what you go from that middle chart or middle yellow box on the first row, and then so those are the plays where you ran on first down, and then uh, you didn't get a you didn't earn a first down immediately. So you go to second down and you can either, it then breaks out on the second row into those same three options. You've got the green where you earn a first down, the yellow where you, you are short of a first down, so you're gonna go to third down, or the red where you have some other event. And as you mentioned, once we leave the, the first row, we're no longer constricted by what play type it was, whether it was a run or a pass. So we're only looking at first and uh, at series that have first and ten and run first. So after that, it's kind of fair game whether they want to run or pass. Um, and I did look um, at you know how it broke down based on what they did on second down. And as you might imagine, they're, they were more successful than the NFL, both on run and passes on second down as well. So. You know, it was more of the same as we as we looked at it. So, um, you know, there's there's already kind of a, a complex enough storyline here that I I didn't want to kind of continue to split. So, um, looking at second down, uh, we we've got you know of those uh, 215 plays, so 215 times um, the the Ravens ran on first and ten. And we're short of a first down, so that's the 215 in the in the first yellow box. That then breaks into 98 plays where they got a first down on that second down play. So that's 46 percent of the time. Uh, the on 110 of those 215 plays, they were were short of first down, so they got they moved over to third down. And then again, only seven times did they have some other event happen. So, um, okay. so that's pretty significant on second down, how much more successful they were at getting the first down on second down. Yeah, that, that's outrageously more successful. But let's go back to that first box again. The first box in the upper left, the first green box, the 18.3 and the 17.5 is a true yards per carry number because the universe is constrained to only design runs on first down. So it's a, it's, it's a Jackson or it's a one of the running backs actually running the ball for 18.3 yards per carry there. Or in, in the case of the general NFL, looking at only the first downs, which were a smaller number for 17.5 yards. Go down to the second box of yours on the left-hand side, the 12.8 yards per play game there is a mix of run and pass. There, there were runs in there, but there were also passes in there that contributed that 12.8 yards per play. Yeah, and that's, uh, I think that might be the only case where they <laughs> they had a lower number than the NFL average, but I'll take, a, take one fewer yard to get a first down on 12% you know, more plays. So avoiding third down is, is huge you know that's a that's a uh, that's a big thing for success rates you can see you know going into um you know going 
going into second down, you've got 77% chance of still getting a success. Going into third, you're down to 59%. So you, and 49% as the league average. So you really want to avoid those third downs. So being able to convert on second down 46% of the time is huge. So that is, that's a huge um, way of, of continuing drives right there. Yeah, so. we, we talk about third down conversions all the time. We don't really talk about second down conversions, but they're critically important. And you're, you're making a great point here. The other thing I'd say is, this is outstanding fuel for the value of a low variance offense. And I've talked about it, but I haven't really had the stats to back it up. But this is, the second box basically is telling me they're willing to accept less yards, to have a more consistent pace of first downs. And that's really true. Even if you look at all the average yards per play down this left-hand column, it's probably not much better than the league average, but it's a hell of a lot better at converting first downs. Mm -hmm. The percentages that are in in each of those four cases. Yep. Yeah, and you know, I think that plays out across the board. That you know, you've got while the runs may not be, and I think it goes beyond runs. Also, some of the pass plays that the Ravens run. You know, they like you mentioned, uh, lower variance for sure in, in number of uh, in, in amount of success that they have. So, the runs generally lead to some positive yardage and uh, i think you know some of the past plays are, are are generally on the you know more more conservative or um you know you've also got the, the qb scrambles and things like that so uh the universe of the of the ravens offense definitely um tends to I don't, sorry I don't go ahead take us too far off yeah. again, but i do want to talk about this from one other standpoint yeah you've got to drive opposing defensive coordinators absolutely crazy because one of the things you have to scheme for is variance in the offensive result. You, you generally, a higher variance in the offensive result favors the defense since the defense has to get off the field and average yards per play won't do it. So they have mm -hmm. to for unaverage results, which means they have to risk giving up a big play to get a turnover, a, a big penalty, sometimes will help them a sack or a negative run play. You know, those are the plays that get drives over. They get drive stalled. And the Ravens, as you can see from Dan's work here, you know, when they ran on first and 10, they just didn't offer up many such plays all the way down. Right. Yep. They, they put themselves in a position to be successful, um, you know, and, and continue to be successful on, on any run play. You know, they didn't get in those dangerous positions of, um, you know, uh, incomplete passes where you don't get any yards or sacks or things like that. So you really, um, they were able to put themselves, in, well, but oftentimes you sacrifice that variance for, you know, expected yards. So you, you would say, okay, I'm going to run it, but I'm not going to gain enough yards to then be successful. The key with the Ravens was that they were able to have a powerful enough run game to you know, get those first downs and be successful and get in positions to be successful on later downs um, while maintaining that limited variance. So it was, it was the ability to do both, I think, that really put the Ravens in a, in a good position. So I think, you know, just a couple of other squares here just to highlight, you know, I think you can dive into each of the numbers and, and, and look at how 
um, the Ravens did better um, than the than the league average. But one of the big things is down in fourth down. Um, that one just jumps out. And anyone that watched uh, watched the Ravens probably you know probably knows about uh, how much was, it was talked about going forward on fourth down. Um, they were able to convert on fourth down twenty percent of the time uh, when they were when when they came to a fourth down versus a, versus six uh, percent on the NFL. So it's not like they went for it and got it twenty percent of the time. That's that's not what this is saying. It says so out of the fifty five fifty four plays from the third yellow box, the fifty four plays where they were short of getting a first down on third down, so they went to fourth down. Uh, 20% of the time, they got a, uh, they went for it and got it. So, um, so, there's, so that's, their, their overall conversion rate on fourth down, Dan, was something like, I don't know, 70% for the year. And I, I'm, I'm tossing a number out there because I know it was, it was about 75 at one point, but then it dropped a little bit. But let's say it was 70. So they might have been on, because this is only run plays, it might have been 11 for 15, let's say. Yeah, they were, because the, the four on the next one is when they fail. Oh, very good. Exactly. Okay. So if that was a guess, that was a good guess. So 11 for 15. So, uh, yeah, so that they were 11 for 15 and going for it, which is, is pretty uh, – that's pretty remarkable. But they, they just, in general, got themselves – so not only were they more efficient at getting for – getting the uh, successful, successful fourth downs going for it, so they were 11 out of 15 versus the NFL was 115 out of 115 plus 97. So probably a little over 50%. 212. Yeah. yeah. So, so they were, you know, significantly better at converting from fourth down than the, um, than the NFL average. And a, a couple of reasons. One, um, you know, just general success on fourth down. But more importantly, they got themselves into positions with low yardage needed on fourth down. So by, by continuing to have more success and higher yards um, gained on first, second, and third, they were able to put them in position, put themselves in a position where they needed fewer yards. Uh, they had fewer yards remaining on fourth down. So they were able to go for it more often and able to be successful more often. Did you did you happen to have the average yards to go for each of those categories? I I don't have it in my notes. I have it somewhere, but I'm not here in my notes, unfortunately. So okay, no, no problem. I just wanted to say that this wouldn't really this situation wouldn't really come up as dragging down the league average to fifty four percent in the typical late in game fourth down because typically you'd have a drive of all passes. Certainly, a pass on first down would be much much more likely than it would be under the under other circumstances. So it's, that number for the league is not being dragged down by the late kind of automatic difficult attempt from 10 plus yards there. Right. Yep. Yeah, good point. So, um, so you, you, you can kind of see the one thing I thought was interesting was uh, on the, the new first downs earned on fourth down, the yards are, are significantly higher than I would have guessed. Uh, the 12.6 average, I think it was two big plays one was ingram i think busted a big run and then the other one was uh i think it was levine it was a trick play and oh yeah that's a 60 down. yard run against Miami. yeah 
So that kind of skewed it a little, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, that, so that probably yeah. should have been excluded from the study, honestly. But that's it. That was a special team snap. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's that you know that does speak to some of the the complicated nature with fourth downs is you get you, the other events come and start playing a real big role. So you can see on first, second, and third, other events are, are pretty minimal, but other events are playing significant <laughs> role on fourth down. So. Uh, one of the things you can see is punting on fourth down. The Ravens only punted 41% of, uh, of these series or of the time that it got to fourth down versus 62% for the NFL. So, um, you know, they were going for it more often on fourth down. They got further down in the field, so they didn't have to punt. They were able to kick field goals, things like that. So there's a number of different reasons why they weren't punting on fourth down compared to uh, compared to the, the league average. And I think we saw that in a number of games. It's like, is Cook even playing <laughs> yeah. today? So, you know, or he was holding it, holding the ball a couple of times. So I think uh, that can't, but a uh, number of games, I think he didn't punt, so. Okay, here's a question which comes to mind. The Ravens overall success on, after they ran on first down, was still 80% or 79%, one or the other, because it, that, was, that was the split, 79 and 80. Uh-huh. After a first down, design first down run. So let's say it was, let's say it was 80. Um, yep. How much of the difference between them and the rest of the league came from their willingness to go for it on fourth down, which forces a decision, that, a coin flip that they will win sometimes, as opposed to, uh, punting, which is conceding defeat on fourth down. Uh, I have to find a way to calculate that, but but it's in 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 the Ravens' drive success rate, mm -hmm. their their willingness to go for it on fourth down is bumping up their drive success rate because they convert an additional portion of those fourth downs. And absolutely. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. You know, you've got that that. Um, you know, you've got the the 11 uh, first downs on, on fourth down. Um, so if you had uh, if you had used the NFL average of only six percent getting getting the fourth down. So if you did six percent times the 54 plays, so that's that's down from 3.24. So say eight plays that are just accounted for by going for on either fourth down by either being more aggressive or being in a position by more success on the first three downs. To That's be a 3% that difference in, no, wait a minute. Let me, let me make sure I'm thinking about this. There's yep. 257 for the Ravens, right? Yeah, so eight, eight plays out of 257. So that's 3% of that 12% right there. Mm -hmm. So exactly what you were talking about. 3% of the 12% can be explained by being more aggressive on fourth down, and by being putting yourself in a better position on fourth down so that they were able to get a new first down on fourth down 20% of the time versus 6% of the time. So that is, that is a huge piece right there of the story. So. Okay. Outstanding stuff. I, I, I really encourage people to like comb through these slides. Make sure you try and send your, send your comments and questions to Dan because this is great, some great research. Yeah, you know, feel free to, you know, dive into any of this, reach out with any questions, thoughts like, you know, okay, so they got to this point, what happens next? And, 
you know, we can look into it together and kind of break down what happens in this, you know, subset after that. So there are, there are so many different ways and different paths you can go on all of this stuff. So, uh, you know, if you've got some good ideas, feel free to reach out to me um, and, uh, you know, ask questions, happy to discuss it, happy to look into it. Um, if you're, if you're using R to, to play around with any of this data, happy to kind of talk about the coding and how it all works and, and, um, and graphing and everything. I'm relatively new to it as well. So, uh, I'll probably be asking some questions back, but, but happy to have the discussion. So, yeah. And I think, I think that might've been it. Yep. That was our last slide. So, you know, so that kind of wraps up the story is, um, you know, just to kind of summarize it is that, um, you know, all the aspects from, from start to finish, more long runs, more yardage per run, uh, general higher success rate each yardage gained and a more aggressive fourth down play calling. Um, all, all of those combined kind of told the story of the higher series success rate on run plays for the Ravens versus the NFL average. And, you know, it played out through the, through the season. They were just, um, you know, they were able to move the ball down the field at, you know, at will. And just, uh, you know, it, it, it really was a big part of their success in 2019. And I think it's going to be a big part of their success in 2020 as well. Well, it needs to be, doesn't it? I mean, if, if a big drop off in offensive line play that impacts their drive success rate, that's going to force them to, to pass more and, and take more chances there. You know, one of the great things about this is the Ravens spent the whole season, it seemed, with big leads in the second half. And despite the fact that they were still running on first down, the other team still couldn't stop them. And that's so remarkable about this. If you look at old Manning teams with the Colts and particularly in their results in the playoffs against the Ravens and whatnot, they weren't particularly successful running the ball late in the game. Uh, you know, when they did, they, they were happy to give the ball over on three downs and have the Ravens relatively impotent offense of the time back in the, you know, in the early 2000s and whatnot in particular, try and catch up. It's, it's just, uh, I, I've never seen a team like the 2019 Ravens that could run from ahead as well as they, they did. Yep. It, you know, it's, it let them keep going with the lead and also just kill that clock. So it worked out. It was amazing, you know, how they knew what was coming and couldn't stop it. So I think, uh, you know, I think that'll be, hopefully we see more of that next year. And, um, you know, I think one of the, the key attributes also is you've got these, the success in all these different areas that really hopefully uh, uh, gives you some, uh, some wiggle room if one of those areas isn't as successful you know maybe you don't have as many home run balls uh, on, on first down runs but you've got success on second and third down and even fourth down to kind of make up for for fewer long runs so um, I think that puts the Ravens in position to uh, you know weather a little bit of the storm maybe in 2020 a little bit better so all right well, Dan, thanks for joining us so much. And, and there's a problem from this is you've set the bar very high for anybody else who wants to come in and show their analysis off and some research they've done, because this is spectacular. And this is a, just the kind of very deep drill down we're looking for. Um, I, I want to encourage people out there who would like to do their, do their research and show their research off on film study. It doesn't have to be what Dan has just done. Dan has done a remarkable job of delving into a topic at a very high level using the scraper database and whatnot. We'd love to have one like this. 
But we're also love to have it if you think you see some other trend or you want to talk about some specific other thing. We're happy to have you on film study, and we're very open to uh, to, to discussion. We want to be as inclusive as inclusive as possible in getting people on the show. But Dan, thank you specifically very much for coming on and sharing this with us. Uh, how many hours went into this? Uh, to to make this, I don't know. Uh, too many. <laughs> it was a good amount, and but I, as I mentioned, I'm still learning R, so. This is a fun project to, to learn how to code and, and how to play around with it. So it's a lot more fun than, than other homework. So, so I enjoy it. So. How can people find your, you on Twitter? Yeah, my, uh, my handle is, is DP Reese and then the number eight. So D-P-R-E-E-S and then the number eight. All right. And Josh, uh, how about you fill people in on 336? Uh, well, yeah, I, it sounds like maybe we're going to have a baseball season. So you definitely want to check out Section 336 to get ready for that, even if it is only 60 games. Uh, it's still fun to talk about the Orioles, who just drafted a lot for their future and uh, are starting to come together. So make sure you check out Section 336. Make sure you're also spreading the word about film study and the podcast, sharing it as we're getting into uh, mini camp season soon and hopefully a football season real quick as well so make sure you're sharing film study baltimore make sure you're subscribing writing a review review on itunes that all helps a lot uh ken McCusick, anything else coming up we want to you need to promote uh we got all sorts of stuff coming up we got a really interesting podcast we'll be doing tomorrow on the ravens pass rush uh guess i've been wanting to have on for a long time i'm looking forward to that and uh, that'll probably be out uh when next week if this podcast is out monday as i presume it will be yes yep today is technically monday in some way as long as this weekend goes well today is monday <laughs> so all right well do all that use the code birdland when you go over to manscaped and we will talk to you later <laughs>
Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.